If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Welcome. Gosh, it's nice to have you. I feel really fired up You this are week. fired up Gosh, today, aren't you? Wow. Honestly, it's May. It's a brand new month. It's a new start. It's a new day. And I'm feeling good <laughs> whereas i've just come back from a handu so yes. i'm pretty much the opposite we're <laughs> yeah. taking real yin and yang states i loved it you were like oh I just don't feel that great today i was like you've been on a bank holiday hendu to mallorca nobody's going to feel great <laughs> after that but for, i don't know why but for some reason i expected to wake up feeling normal and i've just yeah. woken up and i'm like there's that hit by a bus feeling yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dark Tuesday, there it is, coming back. No one knows Dark Tuesday and Dark Monday more than I do. <laughs> you could write a book on it. I could. My Dark Mondays by Jules Von Epp. The memoirs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, so look, coming up on the podcast today, I mean, I assume tales of the Mallorcan Hindu. A little bit of this, a little <laughs> bit of that. <laughs> also, um, I've got... God, I've got to tell you about what happened to me this week in a charity shop. Um, also, news from the north, obviously. Yes. What's yours about? Derelict. 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 <laughs> and unwanted guests. Oh, gosh. Okay. Mine's about um, scarecrows. Good. So, something to look forward to there. Um, also, we'll talk about June. We'll talk about Sheila. It is a Sheila week. Oh, great. It's a Sheila week. Oh, my gosh. That feels quite old school now, Throwback. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So when we're talking about our lovely mothers, um, before we do anything, I've got something of yours that I need to give you back, right? What the hell do you mean? I've got, and it is washed but unironed, I'm afraid <laughs> to say, your T-shirt. I've been now, looking for this. <laughs> that's my softest T-shirt. That's my silky smooth to sleep in. Well, that's how you sold it to me. When you gave it to me, you were like, this is a lovely T-shirt. You this had it like down your forearm, like, feel this T-shirt. I did the arm that we demonstrate the tea towels yes, on. Yes, You were like, look at this T-shirt. But I couldn't... <laughs> my arm of a soup <gasps> seller. To be honest, I completely forgot about it as well. 
and it was only when I watched. So if you if you go to Jules's YouTube page um, at the moment, I mean, you should do anyway, because there are phenomenal Jules and Sarah videos um, for the whole month. But we had basically gone to I dragged Sarah to a car wash and then we got drunk. We got really drunk. It was embarrassing. It, well, I completely forgot that we'd videoed anything, <laughs> like anything at the end of the night. It was only when I watched it on YouTube that I was like, oh my God. And I saw myself wearing your t-shirt and I was like, where is that t-shirt? Because I went home But in I it. don't remember you leaving. Well, I don't remember you leaving. <laughs> I don't think I remember leaving, to be honest. But I kind of vaguely remember just shoving you out of my door. Yes. <laughs> Bye, bum. Go, go on, off you go. Take the t-shirt. Lights off, latch done. <laughs> And John, John had a pile of his t-shirts and he was like, what's this? Who's, who's is this t-shirt? And I was like, oh, it's Jules's. And he was like, is it? And I was like, yes, as if I've got time. As if I've got time to be messing about with anyone else. I said, between you and Jules, you're the only people I see. That's <laughs> yeah. it. So darling, returned. Thank you so much. There is your t-shirt. Oh, I like washing powder. Thanks, not softener. Sorry, couldn't stretch to it Noted. this time. <laughs> Noted if, you, if I ever leave laundry again. It's like a rough flannel. <laughs> Lost its edge. Um, so, look, how was the weekend? How was it? Oh, the weekend was brilliant. It was potentially one of the, the chicest hand I've ever been on. It well, was, it that's because you were there, darling. <laughs> it was boats, it was pom-poms, it was big sunglasses, it was faboo. Yeah. But we were on this we were on this boat and driving around, lovely, lovely sailing, I should say, not driving. Yeah. And um <laughs> Driving I, around on the boat. <laughs> driving around up boat. And after swimming in the ocean, lovely, lovely, um listening to Marvin Gaye, you know as we do. Of course. <laughs> say no more. We got out and it was one of the best on boat spreads I've ever had. Like it was real throwback, like culinary things I'd not really seen before. Bolivons. Ingrid, no, Ingrid, who uh, owned the boat, who was from Germany, but looked like she'd lived on the boat for 20 years. Right, yes, uh, <laughs> a bit rosy and gym, was she? <laughs> a bit gritty, I'm going to go with. Yeah, fine, she, a bit windswept. Yeah, yeah very windswept, hard. Hands um, that had pulled rope, yeah. <laughs> hands like dustbin lids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she had made these like brie sandwiches but with no bread so it was like a little like Call you know Dairy Lee I do yeah so imagine <laughs> that of brie but cut in half with cranberry in the middle and then put back together with a stick in the middle oh yes so it was cheese on okay. cheese and a lot like the girls the brie was the bread of the sandwich yes Clever. and the cranberry was the filler like she knew what she was doing the girls like I think that's a bit too much cheese I was like this is great like <laughs> mouthful like completely like loving it and then she'd done cheese skewers not seen enough. So basically, long skewer, yeah. tomato, cheese, tomato, cheese, tomato, cheese, Wonderful. and you literally just in. I feel like Ingrid is already part of the Port Salut crew without knowing it. Subliminally, yeah. Yeah, she's already involved, isn't she? She's flying the flag for it. <laughs> she was flying the flag, but then the uh, the trip took a real interesting turn because okay. during the physically during... on the boat, Ingrid took no, you in a cave. No, 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 I didn't fall off or anything on cheek like that. <laughs> But like the rest of the holiday, like lovely, lovely, lovely. And I was like, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. I've got to have a little bit of content somewhere. So I'm like, no, it was really like, there was stuff that I obviously can't talk about. Hendry yes. things, you know. Yeah. Uh, incriminating photos have been sent through this morning where I am slightly mortified at some of the positions <laughs> I got myself into. <laughs> That's you on a Hendu, darling. <laughs> it's me in a room with 10 women. Yes. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, but when I was at the airport, I had categorically one of the best sandwiches of my life. 
Stop it. And it was a real surprise. Like, you just don't think it's going to come. I'd had a horrible thing at airport security. I'd lost two Kiehl's face washes to a guy who didn't believe, who who believed I had too many liquids. (laughs) That's debatable. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I think if there's one person who's got too many liquids, it's probably you. My liquids, my liquids in the bag are an origami Jenga. It's like in, 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 (laughs) folded about. And then I, and then I have an argument that hair wax isn't a liquid. Yeah. That's a solid. He didn't believe me. And he was like, I think you should throw it away. I was like, uh, that hair wax is tray expensive. We'll take that back. You yeah. can, and I had to like trade off with him. Oh my gosh. He was vile. I'm not giving him, I don't want to give him the benefit of the no, doubt of this fine. podcast. No, fine, move on. deserve it. Let's yes. talk about the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know when you, like you're browsing in the airport, a bit hung, very hungover, walking around, I was like, is a pint a good idea? Is chips a good idea? Like, what yeah. is that weird bratwurst thing that people are eating? Girlfriends buying boyfriends sausages. Couldn't get my head around that. They... Uh, <laughs> So anyway, I found this sandwich, lovely, lovely, bit in, and it was like, this is going to sound boring to you, but for a vegetarian who's been drinking an absolute shed load, I needed health. And it was just salad and salad. And then, but as I went through the sandwich, Mm. surprise gherkins. Oh, hi. Now, this is going to be controversial, but for me, a surprise gherkin is like the sky opening and sunshine on me. It's like, this is the oracle (laughs) of sandwich moment. So I'm biting through. There's seeds, there's crunch, there's squidge. It's all going on in there. Yeah. Not really. I don't think there was any fromage, actually. It was fromage free. Oh, interesting. But the gherkins just added this taste of salt and hydration to a hangover mouth. And then we move on and we're back into this. Oh, what am I eating? What am I eating? Boom, gherkin. Whoa, what's that coming from? (laughs) Does it? And it happens with a gherkin. It's like a really strong salt and vinegar crisp, isn't it? You know when it flies all the way up your jaw, like all the way Literally. to your ears, and you're like, whoa! But, but because it was Spanish on the back of the thing, like, I didn't know it was in the sandwich. I haven't got a clue. No. Like, so I didn't know what I was going to expect. Could have been anything as a surprise. Boom, gherkin, boom, gherkin, back to avocado, boom, gherkin. I was having, I had, I had put the sandwich down and I think I ate it in record time. Like I definitely had a few seeds in my beard. Put it down <laughs> and I turned to the girls and I was like, that was one of the best sandwiches of my life. <laughs> they all look completely disbelieved that I, A, would even say such a thing. Yes. And B, that we're in Palmer Airport. And yeah. they're like, what? <laughs> really wanted to go get another. But it, the Hindu was so cheap that I was like, I can't go no. around again. Damn. Go. If I was with you there, I would have stockpiled. Oh my God. We'd have been eating them for the whole two and a half hour <laughs> flight back. <laughs> one arm, boom, we'll take the lot. <laughs> and give me the secret recipe. Yes. What's in it? What have you done? Oh my gosh. Secret gherkins. Incredible. Yeah. But I know gherkins are a real, people hate them, don't people they? People do. And for years, years and years and years, I always picked them out of a burger. Always. Now I ask for them. I'm like, could I have more? Could you shove some more on there for Be me? Be a doll. Give me yeah, extra gherkin. come on. Mm. Give me a little sugar. It's annoying as a veggie though, because it, they're never in veggie stuff. It's right. really rare. Like that's for the one year of my life that I ate meat in a McDonald's burger. That yeah. is the one thing I looked forward to. They don't appear in the filet fish. Interesting. Annoying. Well, I suppose the filet fish has already got the tartar sauce, which I think has got a bit of gherkin in it. I think it needs extra. Not enough. You're Not absolutely enough. right. Not enough. Unless you're in Dubai where the filet fish comes with truffles. Yes, that's <laughs> that, it. That, that, I mean, that Do is throwback podcast. I was just, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, jewels and that. Truffle fillet of fish, God, yeah. I really, I really liked the idea of it for a moment. I was but like, I really it, want it. It really cracked me up though because the girls were a bit like, like on this Hindu, we had had some cracking meals. Like I'd had lobster. Yeah. People were having ceviche. There was truffle pasta. What's my favourite meal? The sandwich at the airport. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that ing- was the gift that kept giving. Brie canapé. 
it. Ingrid's cheese on a stick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I might dress chic. I might sit in chic places. But really, deep down, yeah. I love anything that's a little bit naughty. Totally. <laughs> what you're really after is a cheese and pineapple hedgehog. That's all you're really looking for. And I'm happy. Yeah, delighted with it. Oh, my gosh. Lovely. Um, can we talk about what happened to you in a charity shop? Yes. Because the moment you dropped in earlier in the show, I was like, uh, need to know immediately. Yeah. So... I, as you know, um, we've decided that the 5-2, not for me. Now, something that's happened to me, and I think it's definitely a spring clean time at the moment. I've had a big clear out, right? I've had I a thought really... it was a bit drafty in here. <laughs> I've thrown out everything. But what tends to happen is that I get a bit overzealous with my clearing out, right? Like I get a bit like, all this has got to go, all of it. And so I cleared out my recipe books and there was about four or five, five, two books, you know, when I was like, this is, this is my lifestyle now. This is it, now. I'm changing, I'm yes. rebranding, yeah. So I was like, I don't need any of these books anymore. Put them in a carrier bag. We left, walked down to the charity shop, went in. I was like, oh, here's some books that I've got for you. And just before I gave her the bag, I just glanced in because I was like, I just did just load these in a carrier bag. And or you just sometimes completely... like, what am I saying goodbye yeah, to? Yeah, that like... was it. I was like, yeah. what's actually in here? <laughs> so anyway, handed over the bag, came out to John. I was like... I don't think I should have given her that 5-2 book. It had a really lovely butternut squash soup recipe. <laughs> I was like, I quite liked a few of the meals in there, even though they were the 5-2. I went, I think I'm going to have to get it back. <laughs> right? John was like, you can't. He was like, you can't give something to a charity shop and then ask what for it back. What if you bought back. it back? Well, what do you mean? Well, you just went in and offered the money for oh, it. Well, that, like Shiva uh, used to do with the walnut cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what? I decided that if you left it anything longer than a few moments... You can't go back and ask for it back, right? Can I have a rifle through my stuff again? Yeah, no, that's So, fine. because it was, like, literally got out the shop, said, what have I done? And went straight back in. But I thought the girl would just be like, oh, don't worry. Yeah, happens all the she time. She wasn't into it, was no, she? No, she wasn't into it at all. She went, what? And I said, the books that I just gave you, I just need one of them back. I've made a mistake. Like, I just need to get the, I just need to get the book back. And I nearly started telling her, it's got great soup recipes in, you know, really low calorie as well. Anyway, anyway this isn't the point. Can I have it? And she was like, um, okay. And it walked me into the back, you know, where they get all the drop-offs. It's mental in the back of a charity oh shop, isn't it? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just, I mean, it's a treasure trove in itself. And I always think, you've had a rifle through the best bits back here in this Aladdin's you cave. You totally would. Yes, of course totally you would. would. Perk of the job. So, um, anyway, she like sort of thrust my bag back towards me. I rifled in, got the book back out and I was like, right, thanks, bye. And just sort of tootled off, really. But I did, so yeah. It's like, it's incriminatingly awkward. Yes, like, I'm listening is. to this like, oh. But I was like, come on, love. I'm doing my bit. I'm donating. I'm not asking for it all back. I haven't waited for four hours till you've put it all out and then got, gone back in and gone, this was my book and I just want it back, actually. But so I decided it was all right. So the thing with charity shops is it's a really weird thing. Like I now only give to charity shops that say need stock in the window. Mm. Because when you go into the back bit and there's nothing wrong with giving to charity, it's great and everyone should do it. Yeah. But when you go into that back bit, I've been in one before and she just threw my stuff to the back. <gasps> and I was like, 
I don't, I'm sorry, there is a pair of Armani shoes there. Yeah. I, and excuse me, do I look on. like this is tribe coming into this charity <laughs> shop? You should be glad of this. But then there's on the flip. <laughs> I, I'm the hidden gem here. I'm the one that you go, you stumble into a charity I'm shop. I'm the genie lamb yeah. going in. <laughs> <laughs> but then, when we used to give stuff to charity in the north, Sheila, Sheila was like, she drives to another town because she was like, you know what happens? You give it in, my stuff's all in the window. She said, and then the whole town can see something that I wore to Beverly's party last week. <laughs> God, I think that Sheila was wearing something just like that. <laughs> so Sheila that. will usually do, like drive an hour to another city, drop off at the charity shop, come back. That is hilarious i quite would like i like the idea of my stuff being in the window like a museum you know like they do the retrospect of like they'll do well, when Bowie. someone's died no, no. <laughs> but what you don't want you know like they'll do they did the kylie exhibition didn't they of all her outfits that she'd worn i like that idea that it's like the museum oh yes that's what i wore there's to... jules's gold hot pants <laughs> yes, that's, it. that's what he wore to wilderness the fox ears, yeah, the glitter. If you can come over to the right window now, you'll remember that was the top that Sarah was wearing when she first did the podcast with Jules. <laughs> Jules and Sarah's charity show. Yes. The archives. That's it, the archives! That's it! The bolts. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not for sale. Just donate oh, on yes. the way in. Don't even touch it! <laughs> it won't fit you. Yes. You and me just being like, oh, we need that back. Yeah. I'm sorry, I haven't got anything to wear tonight. I'm going to have to have this back from the archive. <laughs> Panicking. Oh, yes. that. where is it? Where's that top? It's in the vaults. Yeah. <laughs> Get down there immediately. June doing a guided tour. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, shall we do a bit of correspondence? Oh, my God, let's. Because... I always forget this bit's coming. <laughs> I get prepped up from news in the door, prepped up machine. No correspondence. Wonderful <sighs> correspondence. So the PO box, I mean, buzzing. I would say actually with they're, things. They're wondering what the hell's going on yeah, down there, aren't they? They've had to hire a van <laughs> to bring it all over. Honestly, the PO box. Is that how you woke up this morning with the beep of the reverse? Yes, that's it. <laughs> Damn Landing PO it. boxes here. Yeah. It was like a skip emptying, you know, with the back flying <sighs> out. <laughs> All this post coming in. Um, so look, thank you. If you've written to us, God, we there is nothing we love more than you writing to the PO box mm. and actually sending us stuff. Um, we love uh, tacky postcards. Love them. Love a magnet. Love a magnet as well. And we will give out the address at the end of the podcast. But should we kick off with this little chat? Let's. So this is a, uh, it's a very large envelope, actually. Um, this has come from the USA. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, from the USA. And what's boys? Boys from the USA. I don't know where that is. Oh, my gosh. By Look. the sounds of it, it's Jersey, New Jersey. By New your Jersey. Jersey. Okay, so we've got, all right. Yeah, cool. Okay. Look at the inside of this envelope. Oh, my God, metallic foil. It I'm freaking out. <laughs> Reflective. Oh. It is a card. It is a handmade card with a crest of Port Salut on it. <gasps> oh my God, she, that's the chicest thing I've ever seen. She's painted it. We will put the picture. Oh my God, it's going all over Instagram. Look at that. That's watercolours. That is watercolours. She's sketched it on. She's, she's definitely painted it facing the east. I can <laughs> tell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dear Jules and Sarah. I just found your podcast two weeks ago. I've been listening non-stop while at work. It keeps me entertained during my job that I hate. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. Uh -oh. It's an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you two are hilarious. I especially love the updates on June and Sheila. Mm. Also, I'm on a mission to find Port Salou in Idaho. Oh, she's in Idaho. I don't know what the accent is down there. I don't really know where Idaho no. is. No luck yet. All my love, Jenny Nelson. P.S. The, sorry, the envelope is gigantic. It's all I had. <laughs> Jenny, I mean, the talent in the Port Slew crew never ceases to amaze me. That is stunning. And it's what I unbelievable. love is that you've never eaten Port Slew. You're on a mission to find it. And yet you've drawn it so beautifully on the front. Must have been torture. Yes. Drawing something that you've never tasted. Absolutely. That <laughs> must have been difficult. you try studying <laughs> like, pictures. Like the scribblings of a lunatic yeah. just desperately wanting to try this thing constantly. I imagine that you've got scribblings of Port Salou along your wall with like little <laughs> yeah. prison hackings. With string in another between day, the locations. Another day, another taste of Port <laughs> Jenny, you're not a lunatic. You're absolutely wonderful. And that is... That's incredible. Thank I you. I feel like this could be the Port Salou crew emblem. Yeah, I do. I absolutely like the family do. crest. Yes. Yes, that's how I feel. Oh, Jenny, thank you. Thank you so much. God, it is amazing. The intricate detail on the flowers as well. Yeah. Right, the next one um, I have got here is a, it's a box. It is a box, a very well sealed box, actually. It was well sealed. We had to take a knife to it, Yes, we? we did. I was like, I'm bringing a knife in. You were like, what? <laughs> We're recording at Sarah's house. The knives are garishly coloured. Yes, they are. This is very an loud. orange knife. Uh, so on, it's a card that um, is a Polaroid. And on the front, there's a little camera that says cheese. I mean, this is really clever because it's everything you love about a vintage camera and cheese. It's perfect. And it says here, please read in your best Australian accent. Oh, oh let me get warmed up here, doll. <laughs> let me get warmed up. <laughs> Dearest Jules and Sarah, the original Easter egg made of cheese was lost by the courier. I oh, would, oh. I, I, would, I would believe he sent an Easter egg before. A spoiler. He, she. Uh, let's be honest. We all know she or he ate it. Yeah, yeah we do. We do. And honestly, I can't be too angry at a fellow cheese lover. Do you know what, actually? If I was a postman transporting what I knew was a cheese Easter egg, I couldn't trust myself. Um, fingers crossed, this little nimble is enjoyed just as much. Lots of cheesy love, Jessica. That's uh, amazing. She says, thank you for all the laughs your podcast chits bring. The podcast what there? Chits. Chits? Chats, mate. Oh, chats. <laughs> Sorry, it's a really like, difficult word to say in Australian. <laughs> chats. We're going for some chats. What is this? Look at the look at the packaging. Port Salut. Oh my gosh, she said Port Salut. It does travel well. God, it really does. Oh, a blocky. It? Oh my gosh. Oh my god, blocky. and you've said crackers. Oh my god. And <gasps> quince. I love quince. You hate the word. This isn't just any quince. This is, I mean, that is chic quince. It Look is at the chic. lid. It is chic. Oh we are going to tweet. What are these? We're going to tweet pictures of all of these so you guys can see them too. Stornoway biscuits, water biscuits, perfect with cheese. This is amazing. Do you think she is in Australia? I don't know, doll. Evidence maybe states otherwise. Yeah, but it she does. requested Aussie accent. Well, fine. And do you know what? You can have any accent you like actually if you write into the port saloon not that great at swahili no fine but we'll give it a go my <laughs> gosh we'll give it a go if that's what you want look two port saloon look that one that one that one is a tad squashed there the end of it um i i fancy a bit of this actually i'm not gonna lie yeah, great well have that's a nibble. lunch actually right there that is lunch i've also got to do a massive shout out to freya and her sister ellen um freya direct messaged me on instagram and she sent me screen grabs between her and her sister, Ellen. Lovely. 
Oh my god, Jules and Sarah, they're actually making life worth living. So funny. OMG, they are gems. Oh god, Jules is reading a poem. Tearing, God love them. OMG, wait, is it the crocodile one? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the newest one. Cheese specialist, so lol, like heartwarming. The power of friends. Oh my god, the power of friends. Divine. Um, and then oh, I messaged Freya back and I was like, I'm not having a great morning. I'm going to be honest with you, like having a bit of a struggle. Yeah. And Freya was like, she just gave me the best, like, this is a bit of an early affirmation. She was like, remember, life is tough, but so are you. Yes. Really punchy there. Yes. Thank you so much, Freya. Massive oh shout out to you. Look, we adore you getting in touch. Like, we love it so much. I'm at this Sarah Powell. Uh, and I'm at Jules Von Herp. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, my, I'm, and I'm on my way out. <laughs> I'm excited that it's a Sheila week. It feels like going back in time. It is. Step back in time. <laughs> How is she? What's she been doing? Sheila is beyond determinated. I think in her mind, I think she's panicking that I'm single. Determinated? Deter like, like, <laughs> like the Terminator, but more determined. <laughs> is that not a word? She's determined. Oh, determined. Yes. She's determinated is good though. I'm taking it. I'm owning it and Sheila's going to run with it. Yes. <laughs> Sheila the determinator. <laughs> the return of Sheila the determinator. <laughs> yeah, that's the sequel. So anyway, the determinator oh, is oh, like properly transfixed at the moment and 
any of you listening may have this as well if you're single. Mums just get on the wagon of yeah. need to find you someone. Yeah, but then once you've got someone, it's you need to get married. And then it's you need to move in together. Or, you know, you need to buy somewhere together. Then it's a baby. Then it's probably another baby. And then it's just, who knows what, what it will continue. Then you're not and raising them right. And then it's Marks and Spencer's bras. Yes. That's then, it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> then you need to move nearer back to me. And then it's me. sensible shoes. Yes. <laughs> Which neither of us know what the hell they no, are. Oh my god, my feet are in ribbons actually. And aside, bought this new I'll shoes. be on wheels in a couple of years. I've only worn them around the flat, they've got to go back. They're far too small, pinchy, pinchy. Oh, no, yeah. worse than pinchy, pinchy. No, pinch, pinchy. And you can't get through it, you can't grip No, there. I thought I could, but actually, no, I can't. I'm not prepared to. I've got to the age where I, oh my god, I am going after sensible <laughs> shoes. Sublimity June's done yeah. it. God, June! <laughs> <laughs> the Determinator would do it also. Yeah, yeah, fair. But the Determinator now, sorry, I feel so bad calling her. Sheila now is like, <laughs> she, she is so obsessed with like me meeting a boy that she keeps suggesting boys and then I'll look at them and I'm like, no. Like really these are... This... How, how is she suggesting them? Is she, I mean... Oh, like, she's down she's every CVs. meeting. She's, she's asking, she's like, my son's gay. Do you know a gay son? And then someone will be like... I know someone down at the... I know someone... At, I met her at the doctor's surgery. He's got... He's gay. They, they might work. And so the web just starts to, like, form. I've got people in Yorkshire that are apparently decent for me. I've got people down in Suffolk that are apparently decent for me. A she boy is, in every port. She is literally... It's like, I don't need a dating agency. Sheila is doing it. I'm, she's going to have a bloody decal on the side of a car soon. Jules is single. With your face. <laughs> She'll be sending up the hot air balloons promotional material. Yeah. A campaign, a full campaign. It, yeah. Children There'll raising be an election. flags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Do you know what she'll do it though? So I just I don't I don't one. know what to do. I don't know whether to just shut up and go on these dates and be like, yeah, he actually is married or something like that, and just throw her off the set. Okay. Or do I just keep resisting, resisting, resisting? The problem that you've got is that if you go on a date, chances are through uh, Sheila's web, she's got connections. So if you say, oh, actually, no, he was really rude, or he was really cheap, or he's actually married, the problem is that you've got the 12 degrees of separation. It'll all come back to Sheila, and God knows what untold damage could happen I mean, the there way. was one guy, there was one guy that she put forward, and she was like, he's from a very good family, darling. And I was good like- Good stock. A good stock, like an Oxo cube. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, Mum, if you zoom in on his hair, he sprays it on. That's not his hair. I was like, I'm really sorry, but I cannot go out with someone who leaves hair on the pillow that's not even his. I was like, I'm, I'm, I've got a full head. And I do pity him that he wants to fill in the gaps. That's fine. But I can't be getting ready in the morning with someone. No. Is deodorant? No, it's my hair. Sorry. She's like, well, you can just look past that. You can look past it. I was like, look past it? You know That'll be staring me in the face every time I go for dinner. That'll be falling on my plate. Sheila wouldn't look past it. Sheila wouldn't Ken's look past it. Ken's got a full head. Yes. I, I said to her, I said, what would you do if Ken was spritzing it in? She went, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, hey, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right, Sheila. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with spraying hair in, but it's just not what I want to look at. No, it's not what, you, it's not what you're about. No, no, I'd rather you just bick it off. I'd rather you be bold. Yeah. That's just fine with own me. own it. Yeah. yeah. Just wear it and Feel love it. Feel that wind rush yeah, over. Absolutely. <laughs> get, get 
cold in a supermarket. You can never have enough hats. No, and hats. I mean, it's a shame if you don't suit hats because some. I'm all right with a hat. You're all right with a hat. No. Some people just can't get on with a hat, can they? No, no, people no. People no. have very difficult problems with hats. People have very obscurely shaped heads. Actually, I've got a couple of clients when I'm putting the turban on in the booth, and the turbans are all the same size. Some people you can barely get them in. <laughs> you've got to yoink and like really ram that turban on. You're like, God, how big is this head? It's massive. <laughs> Jules! Oh, oh, <laughs> me on a chest! <laughs> You'll thank me when you don't have to wash this tan out of your hair. Yeah, that's it! <laughs> oh my gosh! God, it took, a, it took a weird turn there, sorry. I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Listen, I've got to tell you about June. First of all, June. June's a big fan of Jules and Sarah on YouTube, right? Oh, great. And the video that went up on Sunday of us eating American sweets and getting so... The come down was fierce. Was off my face, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. completely. I was tripping out. Yeah, I was like, I was watching Coronation Street that night, like... <laughs> I needed an orange That's... to bring me back round. <laughs> June. June watched it and she was like, I liked it. I thought it was very funny. But she said, I don't know why you didn't have anything, you know, like a bounty. I was like, no, mum, it was American sweets. It was stuff we hadn't had before. She was like, oh, right. Well, I think you should do an English one as well. And I was no, like, but we've eaten them all, June. We've had, we know we just, them. We, know we talk about them on the podcast 24-7. We know the bounty is the chocolate of chocolate. <laughs> June, I rang her. I rang her last night. And she was like, I said, have you been all right? She said, yeah, we went out into Manchester last night. Big, Ooh. big. And I said, did you? I said, how did you get in? She went, your dad drove. I said, all right. And she said, it was a very, very complicated NCP. Very complicated. It was one of those park car parks that's like basically on the side of a shopping centre. I know, cinema. exactly. On the Arndale. I think, do you know, or I don't think it was the Arndale. They are complicated up there. I yeah. had hell on at uni. Did you? Hell on. God, it's, you don't know where you're going. Coming or going. There's arrows all over the shop. Honestly, that was exactly what yeah, June said. Yeah, yeah. She said, I ended up in the cinema twice. I came down. She was like, I don't <laughs> what, want the shopping centre. Like this. She came around. <laughs> was June just backing into the fire escape again. Who is that woman in a mini in the foyer? Because she's got to move it. She's just got to get rid of it. This will do. Said she, she was walking around. She couldn't make, she could not make head nor tail of it. Anyway, eventually released out onto the street. Found her way to death. Daylight, right like this. <laughs> the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, thank God I'm free. She said, I thought I'd never find the car again. I thought I'd have to abandon it. Um, I always lose my car in car parks. Yeah, I do. Always. And you have that moment, don't you, where you come out and you've lost your car. And at first, it's like losing your phone in your bag. It's a bit of an inconvenience. You're like, oh, where is it? Where is it? And then some panic. The dread of panic, yeah, cold. starts coming in. And then you're like, the car's gone. It's been gone. I do it with my phone all the time. I'm like, my phone's been stolen. Somebody's put the hand in my bag and has taken my phone. And John's always like, is it not at the bottom there? And I have a rifle through. It's always at the bottom there. <laughs> but and the car's the same in the car park when you're like, it's been stolen. It's been stolen. Who can I tell? Who can help me? I've, my car's been stolen. <laughs> no, it's just four along. Yeah. That's what happened there. But she said, do you know, Kerry had a terrible thing in the car park the other day. I said, right. Now, Kerry, if you're not familiar, Kerry is June's BFF. Best friend, yeah. Right, yeah. They just, I mean, Kerry's a hoot. Kerry is essentially June. Yeah, that's it. She's fabulous. <laughs> June's alter ego. She's hilarious. Kerry took her grandson to the park, right? Drove up, parked up. Mum was like, you know, by the church and actually by Waitrose and the Waitrose bins. She was like <laughs> unpicking it as she was telling it like this. 
She said, it was a nice day. She had a slip-on shoe on. A slip-on shoe. Lovely. Sort of the foot. A mule. Ex- yes. The foot was exposed. And she said, and a trouser. And I was like, right, okay, got it. Kerry's got a slip-on shoes on, like this. Parked up, opened the door the, on the other side to get the grandson out. Oh, my God, I'm on edge. Like Is anyone else on edge? Right. And she could feel something on her foot. Oh, my God, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. So she thought it was like a toy. You know, she thought somebody had, something had fallen out of the car. She looked down. <laughs> a big grey rat was on her foot looking up at her like this. <laughs> this rat was on Kerry's mule, okay, looking <laughs> up at her. I said, what did she do? Mum said, well, she kicked it off. <laughs> yes, that's what any northern she woman would do. And started screaming. And she said, people, people were looking at her. Nobody came over. People were just like looking at her. And she was like kicking it. And he went, <laughs> I said, what happened next? Mum was like, what <laughs> She said she, she kicked it off and he looked at her again. And then it ran off. It ran off back to the waitress bin in the direction of. That's, that's, that's actually new information that's recently come to light. Mum just went, she went, you just don't, she said, you just don't expect it. And I said, you don't. She said, you just don't expect it in orderly edge. And I was like, I said, you don't expect it in broad daylight, You don't expect Mom. it in life. No, in broad daylight. It's not well. Dick Whittington. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm actually crying. Oh God, I'm crying. I was, I was crying when she was telling me on the phone. When she said she kicked it off of <laughs> She's lucky if a mule stayed on. I know, that's it. The mule could have gone with the rat. Can you imagine? Oh Rats copped off with a new mule. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It all started so well with, the, with a mule and a trouser. That was it. What she, a horrible she, she turn. She opened shoe. the door and just put the foot down and it was there. Yeah, it just <gasps> got on her foot. That, I'm sorry. She thought something had fallen out of the car onto her foot and it was this massive grey rat. Terrifying. Awful. Terrifying. I remember seeing a rat in Sydney and I was walking to work. And it ran across, like into my path and I screamed. Yeah. And this guy saw me and he found it hilarious. It, they're massive. They are. They're like dogs. They are like dogs. Oh, God. The rats. They'd have a chihuahua. They would, actually. Oh, horrible. Terrible, horrible things. But do you know about them jumping? Oh, have you heard I don't, this? I do want to know. It's going to freak you out. So if you see a rat and you're trying to get it and you go over to it and you back it into a corner... It will literally see the light above you and it'll jump over your shoulder. <gasps> no. Yes. Kerry oh, was it... lucky it didn't end up in the back of a car. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if it misjudged the height and hit, hit you, you in, straight the... in the oh face. My God, like a in pigeon's face. wing. Like flew at you in the face. Oh my God, that is. I think that sees the light over your head. Always catch your rats in the dark is the moral of this tale. <laughs> God. And and wear shoes that will stay oh on. Oh my gosh, that is. God, that is Kerry's too had a near escape there. Hasn't she has she? actually. Oh my god. Listen, I mean that kind of was news from the north. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do any better than Kerry's big grey rat in the car park by the Waitrose bins. But nevertheless, oh love, what have you got? 
Uh, this one, I'm still giggling from that story. Um, <laughs> this one, I had a bit of a panic. Do you oh. ever get this with News from the North? Occasionally, yes. There's, listen, there's been a big fire in Whitby. A fish and chip shop's gone up. It's, it's across every Yorkshire press, so I've had to come south. Okay, fine. This is comes from the Gloucester Live. Oh, nice. There's a battle with the birds at this mansion. Oh, d- gosh, this sounds like the sort of thing that you'd be good for, darling. Get yourself up there. <laughs> birds are posing a tough problem for charity volunteers at unique Woodchester Mansion near Stroud. Terrible. The airborne visitors to the stunning unfinished building are dropping inside not only their feathers, but also nesting materials like twigs and even guano. You would be... I don't even know what guano no, is. No, what is guano? I don't know, but I'm... And where are they getting it from? <laughs> I thought, at first I thought it said Gouda like the cheese. I was like, God, how very specific. (laughs) Gloucester's real middle class these days. (laughs) The grade one listed mansion was mysteriously abandoned, incomplete in the mid 1860s. And so gives sightseers an amazing view of stonemason's craft. So someone was building this mansion. It is massive. Yeah. They just disappeared. So it never got finished. So it's got no windows. Intriguing. Thrilling is the word I would use. But the unglazed windows, air vents, and similar drafty crannies, great use of word, yeah. also mean birds can fly freely in and out, depositing various messages on their way. I can't speak today, I'm so Do you know sorry. What? If you were a bird, you would definitely find a 19th century mansion to live in. Derelict. Yes, that's it. I'd be That'd in. be you. This is for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of which adds up to pretty never-ending tasks for mansion helpers like Pat Wollaston, who can be found clearing up with her sweeping brush when she's not leaving parties on tours <laughs> to, the, to the Victorian Gothic gem. Oh, it never ends, does it, Pat? <laughs> never ends. Retired school teacher Mrs. Wollaston from Painswick has been volunteering at the mansion for over 20 years. Gloucester accent, Gloucester accent. I do it just because the mansion is so different. It, uh, <laughs> it just has an atmosphere that unfinished buildings just don't have. You can look at the skeleton of the building. The whole story is fascinating, Mrs. Wollaston said. Currently, mansion trustees have temporarily glazed some of the windows while they work on a solution. (laughs) But with the floors missing, never actually constructed, reaching up to the immense height of some of the unglazed windows is a challenge in itself. We're considering steeple jacks, cherry pickers, wall workers, like ab sailors to tackle the problem, (laughs) says mansion trustee Ray Cannon. Woodchester Mansion in, is this season open to visitors from 11am to 4pm on Fridays, Sundays and Saturdays and bank holidays until the 29th of October 2017. Do wear a hood, I would say. if you Wear an anorak. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you cover up and, from above. And gripped boots. Yes, a good solid boot. Absolutely. Gosh. Take an umbrella, maybe. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. I love the idea of getting in emergency abseilers. Get them in, get them in. Cling over the windows. That's it. What's to do? You know what you know what bird will be in there. Go on. <laughs> Good old trusty peacock and make a make a run in. Oh, this is just my scene, actually. Aha! Uh-huh. An abandoned nineteenth century manor with my reputation. I just love what you've done with the place. Oh, <laughs> oh God. So, my news from the north is from the Lancashire Telegraph. Lovely. Amazing response to Burnley Village's debut Scarecrow Festival. Great. That's amazing. Scarecrow festivals are actually really popular in the north. Have you ever been to one? No, never. Oh, I've been to loads. Have Grandma you? Mary used to take us to them in the Dales <laughs> where villages are filled of scarecrows. Looking back, very weird. Very wicker. <laughs> it is actually, very wicker. Very wicker. Yeah, then we burnt them. <laughs> yeah, charming. And <laughs> God, come to the north. 
the first ever Scarecrow Festival in Warsthorn and Hurstwood has become the feel-good hit of the spring. Villagers rustled up no fewer than 81 entrants to the inaugural gathering on the outskirts of the borough. The Friends of Warsthorn and Hurstwood group had asked if anyone was interested in taking part to fashion TV or film characters as their overall theme. Great. Modern day icons like Hell's Kitchen's Gordon Ramsay rubbed shoulders with the more traditional characters like the Oompa Loompas in Roald Dahl's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. What a scene. Supporters had seen the Scarecrow Festival as a possible precursor to reviving the Warsthorn Gala in future years. The the build-up to the event saw nine-year-old Warsthorn primary pupil Freya Fenwick design a colourful poster to attract visitors to the festival, which was sponsored by the Warsthorn Brewing Company. Several venues pulled out all the stops to support the three-day bank holiday event, with St John's and Hurstwood churches and reading rooms providing refreshments. The Friends also produced a trail map, which was available from the village shop to guide guests around the hamlets. And little knitted scarecrows were raffled on the reading rooms to swell the coffers still further. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just trying to take this all in. Yeah, I know, it's a lot. There's a lot of information. Before the festival, one of the principal organisers, Louise Darcy, said, Hopefully the Scarecrow Trail will encourage people to visit our lovely area and help the local businesses as well as raising funds for the community. Members of Burnley Filmmakers also came along to video the festivities for posterity. I bet that's gripping. The Friends Group has been kept busy on improvements initiatives in the Warthorn and surrounding areas since its formation in 2014. One of their proudest achievements to date, with the support of Simon Goff and Burnley Council's environmental team, was the overhaul of the park beside the, beside the village primary school, which was unveiled last year. I wanted a bit more scarecrow information there. I thought it really focused on the group. I think it's been written by the group, in fact, congratulating them on their terrific work. I just can't stop thinking about Gordon Ramsay now. No. <laughs> I'm literally like, that's it. Once the seed is planted with me and Gordon, I'm done for. That's my Absolute. game. I've got to cancel my afternoon yes, meetings. Yes, I remember. your Top three. I yeah. love Gordon Ramsay so much. How would you feel about him as a scarecrow? Oh, beggars can't choose us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play Would You Rather? Always. Jules. Would you rather have your favourite song stuck in your head forever or always dream the same thing at night? Oh my God, that's so hard. Yeah, so waking or sleeping, you either go to sleep knowing that you'll have the same dream. But I don't know, like, so basically at the weekend, I could not get Copacabana out of my head. Yeah. All weekend, at the Copacabana. <laughs> Barry Manilow, I, he really gets in. It, it was in, and yeah. by the end of it, I was like, I'm driving myself insane. Yeah. But then, the last few nights, I've had actually mental dreams. Like last night I had a dream that I had a cat, but this cat could talk, and then it started tap dancing. I love like the randomness of my dreams and I'm like but if if I had that every night it wouldn't be as fun yeah yeah this is a real conundrum your favorite song as well and I mean you would grow to hate that song and also you'd have to have a song stuck my favorite song is a bit depressing as well what is it Joni Mitchell drink a case of you yeah, that, that on so, loop's going to bring you down, uh, isn't it? I'd be in the Thames. Uh, oh, Give it a week. I'd be gone. <laughs> it's Joni. I blame Joni. I'll have to go with the same dream. I can't believe it. I wonder if... 
Can it be the most amazing dream ever? Yeah, I think okay, it great. Be. I'll do that. Great, Imagine fine. though, even the most amazing dream, like by halfway through, you'd be like, oh, I know how this turns out. Here we go. Here we go again. <laughs> the dream, the dream. And curtains back, tap dancing cat on. Yes. <laughs> Start it going. Yeah, let's go again. <laughs> so you're going for dream. Going for dream. Lovely. What an excellent choice, darling. Thanks so much. I may say so myself. And <laughs> um, just before we move on, a little bit of admin, actually, because you've been moonlighting, haven't you, darling? <laughs> I have. I have. Uh, I've taken consent to stage i have been on the no em- surprise <laughs> i have been on the emma guns podcast now emma guns is an amazing beauty journalist and she interviews people in the industry who have reached a certain point in their career and i quite shockingly i was a bit flattered actually she asked me to go on and if you are thinking ever about a career in beauty if you think about what motivates me if you just really want to know all about me, yes. then do <laughs> go have a listen to that. I'm going to tweet a link to her podcast. But if you search in the podcast uh, links on iTunes, it's Emma Guns on, and the Emma G Show. And I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. Lovely. So, look, we adore you for listening. We really love you for getting in touch. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hat. And the address, should you wish to write to us, is... The Port Salut Crew HQ. P.O. Box 66747, London, NW5, 9GH. Tremendous, darling. Absolutely gorgeous. Send us things. We love you for it. Um, we do, Check of course... <laughs> <laughs> we do, of course, always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's an affirmation. Oh, good. <laughs> of course size matters. No one wants a small glass of wine on a Friday. Amen to that. Amen. Um, we will be on the YouTube this weekend on Sunday. Jules von Hepp on the YouTube. Um, we love you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.